Welcome to Source Talk, where the future of energy unfolds. Source Talk is the podcast where we focus on Web3, Deepin, Sourceful, and everything related. And today we have a new character with us, our CEO, Frederick. How are you? Yeah, it's uh, fine. Thank you very much. Hope things are all right with you as well, Joachim. They are. Um, yeah, first things first, uh, we all want an introduction. So could you tell us a little bit about yourself and what it means to be the CEO of Sourceful? Yeah, um, in I would say in essence, um, it, it means that you're um, trying to get as many people that we are at the moment to work as effectively as possible towards uh, a common goal. And um, as this is a, a startup, um, things often change uh, pace uh, and also direction uh, quite uh, quickly. So uh, it's it's a really really fun position to have, um, and also I would say that we are now at almost I think fifteen people. It's a little bit fussy in the end because not all people are like in some people are on, on a, like a smaller percentage of their time uh, and some more but uh, there are a lot of people involved in the project at the moment so uh, just keeping track of of everything that happens on a daily basis and and trying to get this working as effective as as possible um and that's a challenge but it's super fun and um that's mainly what I'm doing and also as the CEO I'm I'm supposed to also promote the project and, and sell the project uh, and also keeping everyone in the project uh, as happy as possible so that's that's my role yeah and you being my boss I obviously think you're doing a great job so <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're going to get back to your background and things like that, so you can further introduce yourself. But first up, uh, we have some announcements for the upcoming week. And one of those is that you and I actually are going to Tech Arena, the 22nd to 23rd of February in Stockholm. Yeah, and when we record this, uh, it's just a couple of days. So yeah. um, actually this um, Thursday and Friday, um, for the upcoming week so we're hyped about this yeah we sure are um yeah like i asked you earlier uh do we have an ambition uh with going to this event or are we just winging it and seeing what happens i would say that i mean we i mean we, we're spending time on 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 visiting these conferences uh and tech arena is it's a little bit of an unknown area. I, I visited Slush um, this fall uh, in Helsinki. And uh, it's, I would say Slush and Tech Arena, I think, are quite similar events, but I'm not sure. I haven't been to Tech Arena before. Uh, so 
my my ambition for this event is to network and meet as many people as possible uh, and uh, hopefully get in contact and and meet people within the energy sector because there are i would say there are always two two sides of of um like a project like this we we have the the web free the the blockchain the the crypto side uh the what we also call the community side um but there is also the corporate side when when we we will need to work with larger corporations uh, especially the the energy companies um and uh, we i think that the the meeting area for us is is most likely like tech arena slash and and other conferences where we can meet them so i for slushy for instance i i i met with uh, several um energy companies uh and that's really fruitful so just being able to meet them and tell them about our project and what we're trying to achieve um get them aware of of what we're doing and uh, and such so i think that's that's about it but to be totally honest tech arena i haven't um I haven't a clear idea on on how it's uh, happen. Yeah, <laughs> and what it is. <laughs> but just from a general standpoint, it's a tech conference. So what could be go wrong? I mean, it's fantastic to be at a tech conference. It for sure will be a lot of interesting talks and discussions and and just walking around in a tech conference. It's always super fun. I mean, you if if you're a tech techy guy as I am and you are, uh, it will for sure just be fun being there without actually yeah. promoting the project. So, I mean, that that's just a bonus in, in some sense. So, and also it's Same. in Stockholm. So it's, it, yeah, it, it, it's relatively easy for us to to actually yeah. take this time off and, and do the and do this, so. And obviously being updated about the tech industry, I mean, we stand to gain from that alone. So I believe it's gonna yeah. be really fun actually. Yeah, Alex and I think they, it, it, probably the main the main topics of the event will be artificial intelligence, AI. As well, it it seems to be all about AI nowadays. So yeah, yeah. But we'll see. Uh, also, we had someone say uh, in the community yesterday that they were going to Tech Arena. So, I mean, if any of you listening are going, please come up and have a chat. Get your stickers, sourceful stickers. Can't really see them. But uh, and have a chat with us because I mean we always like to chat about sourceful, yeah, or anything else for that matter. Yeah, it's a perfect opportunity. So just reach out, and if you if you are at the conference, if you know that you're coming, and 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 if you, if you want to meet up, we could actually bring a gateway. We could show things, and we could actually arrange something. Um, so please take that opportunity. It would be super for us. So we'll most likely bring one or two gateways uh, anyhow. So yeah so uh, if you if you want to know more or anything like that please give us a shout on discord or twitter for that matter uh and we'll make something happen but uh back to tech arena also uh we're not really sure this being a deep in project uh, in the web3 space uh, we're not really sure how much it's going to be uh, focused on that on tech arena but I was actually hoping you could tell me a little bit about what Web3 is. I mean, you hear Web3, I mean, all over the place and deep in projects, it's really trending. What yeah. is Web3? 
Yeah, we could yeah, we could start with web three um, as as a start, and I think there there might be different ways of 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 telling the narrative of of web one, two, and three, and um, like web two is generally web one. Then there is you have a homepage, and and you you can go into the internet and, and have a look at that homepage, but you can't do much more. Web 2, when you have these social media platforms, you as a user are able to actually put content out there. Uh, still, that content is, I would say, on a platform, which is closed. It could be Facebook or whatever. Uh, it could also be not social media, it could be that you're participating in sharing data with, with some kind of provider and uh, well, you you might get an incentive or or not. You might actually not get paid for that data. Someone else actually takes takes that. Uh, the web free part is then that when when you are both in control and in ownership of your own data, your own services, whatever you're providing, uh, well, and, and the magic thing here is the wallet. So you have this public and private key uh, cryptography that, that makes this uh, possible. Uh, so that's, I would say, the, the main thing with, with Web3, uh, that you're in a, a new form of, of doing things uh, on the internet. And, and for our idea, it, it, it really makes sense. Uh, we've seen that for instance if you the energy market it's it's all about that you're you're a small um i would say small player in in the big energy system uh, you're um, a consumer and even if you are a, a producer of renewable power you're still selling that power to um some kind of of energy company and it you could actually see this as like the web two solution that we're doing now that you could you could sell your power to a uh, energy company but which is um, pretty much like a centralized entity exactly so we're trying to change that narrative uh, by utilizing the web free technologies for something that is uh, well, like super important for the society as a whole uh, we need we need a stable grid and we need we, we have more and more people that are producing power uh, by solar, mainly solar, I would say. There aren't too many wind farms that private uh, individuals own. In, 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 but, but anyhow, we're trying to change the narrative that you're, you, you should be in control, you should own your data. So whatever um, monetization happens on, on the data, uh, you should be in control and you should own it. Uh, so that's that's the approach we're taking. And to continue on this, that's essentially when you're, I would say, when you're mixing the the blockchain and 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 tokenomics, and when you have a token uh, on a blockchain as a reward mechanism, uh, and you're linking that this to physical assets, it could be any kind of physical assets. Uh, in this case, what we're working with is um, the the renewable energy we have the gateway but essentially we're talking about uh, energy and power electricity um, but you could link this to, to other things there are several deep in projects and i think the what's often considered as the og um, 
original uh, Deepin project uh, is is Helium. So the the term Deepin hasn't been around that long actually. It's I would say a new thing. But I strongly believe that Deepin is is the next narrative, the big narrative in I would say in blockchain and, and web three. We're seeing that all over the place now. More and more Deepin projects and uh, yeah. Um, I strongly believe this is the big next narrative, and that's what our belief are it is. And yeah. also, just a, a little bit of uh, an anecdote. I believe the term "deepin" was actually coined by a Twitter user back in 2022, and it actually caught on. So there's that. <laughs> yeah, uh, and the, uh, and also, I mean, I mean, there are there are more like reasons why to go um why why actually uh, go for a web free project because essentially i mean this might be important to 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 mention is that and I, i've seen other talk about this that if you if you're doing any kind of deep in project you need to actually it needs to be a you you need to be able to do it as a traditional web to or like a traditional way uh, business. So if if you're able to monetize and, and build your business on, without using Web3, uh, then then you are able to also, I would say, leverage that and, and build this as a deep in project. So it's you, you still need to have like a, a basic assumption of, of, of um, that this is going to work. You need to have ca- some kind of influx of, of um, of services and and you need to know that someone's interested in in whatever physical asset that you're you're uh, creating this system on top of. So, and this is definitely one of these sectors. The energy sector is a vast sector in in terms of of economics. Um, we we all need electricity. We all need power. So um, it's super interesting in that sense. Um, in I mean, we've seen that Helium, that for instance, is working with connectivity. They started with the IoT network and they are now into cellular and like LTE as well. Um, it, it's actually much, I would say, much more profitable and, and more capital uh, in, in the energy sector than in the IoT sector. Um, so. And they still managed to do it. I, I think it would probably not have been possible what Helium did if it weren't a, a deep in project or a web free project. I'm quite sure of that. And seeing as in Sweden, uh, I mean globally, but especially in Sweden, uh, the solar panel industry has grown like super rapidly uh, yeah. the past couple of years. And I mean, it's the same globally, but uh, in terms of deep in projects, we have seen other deep in projects like uh, Demo, uh, Hive Mapper, uh, Wingbits. I mean, I don't know if I should call them like, but the the end users, the consumers, uh, seem to like this approach. I mean, there are many deep in projects that that have gone really far already. Yeah. So I mean, being in the energy industry, which is like the most relevant industry in Sweden right now, I mean, it's, I believe that's a good thing. Yeah, I think that you you unlock some some kind of extra resources that you're when 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 you're when you're also able to contribute to the project yourself. You're able to 
to unlock the like the the creativity and and I would say the uh, the resources that are out there. And I mean, I'm also telling by like you find these people that are going the extra mile to get something working. You you people are helping out each other instead of you calling the support for your company and saying it doesn't work. I'm I'm angry about this and why well, I didn't get the 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 well, the payment didn't arrive or whatever. Uh, instead, you're as, when you're building this as a community approach with the web free approach, you you get a, like you, you get something different, and I think that's also much much more powerful. Uh, so, and we're I think even if we are talking about this now, and and we see that there are several other web free and deep in projects, um, also we are so early. I mean. The general audience, the general public, the, the general person out there in the world, they don't know about these things. So there is, I would say, only uh, a way forward, which is up from here, uh, which is also super fun to be early into these kind of projects. Yeah. And that is obviously our goal also to get like the, the general public to understand these things and to jump on the sourceful journey. <laughs> yeah, and there are a lot of challenges. So, I mean, just one one start of, like one one big challenge is that like and like I would say a normal person that has um PV panels uh, solar on, on um well just getting them to install a Solana wallet on their phone and then also they need to have some basic understanding on like they need to well take care of their uh, private key and the seed words and and all that um, it's it's a totally different approach i think there will be i mean we will will have the early adopters that for for them this will be something super interesting and this will might be actually the the main take of of why they are doing this because they also believe the same thing that we are but to to actually attract i would say the the big number of people and the big number of installations out there, uh, there might be other approaches that could go in parallel that we will still utilize the, like I would say the technology, um, but there might be, might be, I would say another entity or something uh, in between that might take care of, um, of the, I would say the token part and they, yeah. they might get the, they might not care and uh, they, they just want uh, a number uh, forwarded to them in their bank account. And, um, and that's, that's also one of the strengths of, of building a project like this, because that could be anyone, uh, any company or anyone, because anyone is able to build on top of a project like this. So if, which wouldn't be as simple if you have would have been building this in a more traditional way so yeah uh, sp speaking of spreading the word and getting people to understand our idea uh, we got a few other upcoming events that we are going to attend and the first one is uh, you're going to web3 festival in hong kong in april i believe yeah that's correct so um um, when we're recording this, we haven't actually booked um, 
the, the flight just yet, but we will. And um, me and Yuan will be going and attending to the Web3 Festival in Hong Kong. And the main reason why we're going there is, well, for once, we are going to um, meet with uh, suppliers and there's loads of them um, because we, we won't ever, and that's actually in our roadmap, we will never be the ones that are producing the energy gateway. So that, that will be a hardware manufacturer. Uh, so that's one, one thing. And also uh, connect and, and, and meet and network with the Asian community, which is a really big community, I would say, in, in, in this world. Um, and also we're going to meet with Arcgreen, which is, I would say, a similar project as ours, um, but based in Hong Kong and uh, Singapore. So, but I'm hyped about Web3 Festival, so that that will for sure be uh, a highlight. Um, also, sometime since I've been in Hong Kong, I've only been there once, so um, the second time will will be great to get back. Yeah, and obviously we're going to report on this. Like, uh, yeah, we're going to do it daily <laughs> when you're attending, so yeah. you're going to get to know a lot about this when. Uh, the conference is held. Uh, uh, speaking of events, we had our first uh, Ask Me Anything session last night, yeah. uh, which we actually have to say was quite the success. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, not a lot of people dropped in. Uh, we were a little bit, we didn't really prepare for this. We pretty much did this on the fly. So uh, we announced it like a few hours earlier. So. But uh, we were actually thinking of doing this uh, recurringly. So there are going to be a lot more AMA sessions coming up, uh, possibly both on Discord, like we did yesterday, and also Twitter. So stay tuned for updates on that. Uh, other upcoming events? Yes. Um, we, um, well, I'm, I'm like also working as um, a researcher um, at. Um, uh, a university and uh, we're at the moment just finalizing a paper for the ieee blockchain conference in in dublin where there will be a deep in workshop and this will be in the end of may so 27th to 30 31st may yeah i'm looking at my notes and um, um so we'll um most likely attend to to that workshop um, and that will be actually the first um, academic paper on the sourceful technical architecture so if you're interested in how we are building this both from would say the firmware side on the gateways to the back end uh, there will soon be a, a paper that explains the full architecture of this uh, so if you're listening in and also going to the DPIN workshop, uh, well, um, please let me know. It, it will be me and uh, Tobias, which is the CTO, uh, we'll go together. So, And he's also, by the way, a, a researcher. So yeah. uh, next up, uh, there is something called Jupyter Launchpad. Could you tell yeah. me a little bit about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Jupiter is one of, I would 
maybe it is the largest or it's one of the largest but it's a decentralized exchange on the solana ecosystem and uh, they uh, they quite recently released their own token uh, on um, their launch pad they have a new way of 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 doing this and um, we uh, are at the moment one of the projects on their lfg launchpad projects uh, that means that well they will choose one project or maybe several but uh, not, obviously we are not guaranteed by any way of, of being one of those projects but um, in essence uh, this will mean that the community will take care like the Jupiter and the community will will help out with the, the liquidity of the source token and that would be very beneficial for for the whole project so uh, you we will drop a link and uh, if you're interested in 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 well in promoting sourceful in 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 that sense uh, well please do yeah because you can go in and vote for projects actually on the launch pad so having a lot of votes obviously ensures a better chance of uh, getting on the project. So if you could drop a vote, we would appreciate that, of course. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, being a little bit of news, uh, we're coming back to this again and again, but uh, our developers are still working on implementing functionality in the uh, configurator, and they're working on this daily. So that's super impressive. But there are a few things that's not yet functional, but they are working really hard to get every function working. So obviously, like we always do, we're going to drop uh, a Twitter post and uh, a Discord post uh, once uh, new functionality is released. Uh, same goes for our design. Uh, I mentioned earlier that we're solidifying our design, but like always, there are new things coming up and we get a great idea that we want to implement but uh, we're working really hard on that as well. So, I mean, you could just uh, uh, drop onto the configurator or our web uh, daily and you might see some small changes, but uh, obviously we're gonna announce more about this too. Um, the main thing right now for Sourceful internally, and uh, maybe for our users as well, is the DUI gateway. Uh, we released the firmware for it last week, I believe. And we have a few things to mention about the DUI gateway. Um, we didn't really communicate this earlier, but uh, it's implied. But uh, if you're gonna uh, if you're gonna connect your inverter to your gateway, it has to be able to communicate uh, communicate over Modbus TCP. Uh, that is essential. So. Uh, and, and that's uh, that's how it looks at the moment that's like that that's the integration that we are building upon as the, i would say the, the majority of the inverters that we have been working with so far uh, have had this, this integration so that's where we put our efforts might be more ways in the near future but as it is now yeah and also as i've seen in the community uh, earlier today actually there are ways to modify uh, there are like dongles and things like that that actually works with Modbus. So you might be able to hack it <laughs> a little bit. Mm. And also we have this table of uh, compatible inverters. Uh, if your inverter is not on that in, in that table, uh, just give us a shout on Discord 
because uh, we're actually pretty quick or developers are really quick to add um, uh, compatibility uh, for inverters. So if you're unsure, just shout on Discord. Yeah, and also uh, that's that's the, I would say that the, the main point of also releasing the the firmware open source is that you are able to contribute. So if you if you're if you know your things and you actually can help out with the development, and you're also able to test out your compatibility with your inverter without actually buying a crypto ship or or actually um, joining in, uh, you could test it out uh if it works then then you know uh if it doesn't yeah you know so and also uh we released a, a firmware for the uh, rack helium miner version 2 and it is possible to dual mine as of right now am i right yeah that's correct yeah so we are we're launching this as uh, like the first uh, this is one part of the roadmap is that yeah we are going for obviously the do-it-yourself approach you're able to um, i mean basically we we have a list of material if you buy that list it will it will work if you're outside that list it might work uh, essentially you you just need some kind of uh well a computer that can run the firmware and you also need uh, a physical crypto chip that you can that the, the firmware can communicate with but anyhow uh, the i would say the plug and play approach i would uh, and also that would be buying a, a helium gateway and uh, essentially we're working with rock uh, for uh, being compliant with them uh, so at the moment you are able to, if you have a rock version two hotspot, uh, a helium gateway, uh, then you are able to uh, put our firmware on the same gateway, still mining helium, and also mine source token and, and contribute to to our platform as well. Uh, that is possible, um, and I would say the easiest option if you are actually, if you want hardware, buy one of those, and it will work out of the box it is then where it's fully compliant and there is no assembly required so that's exactly. also good to know yeah uh i mean also uh, having our uh, uh firmware open source uh, there are other miners as well so if you're good at hacking firmwares and things like that uh, there's nothing stopping you from modifying the firmware and getting your own miner to work it's just that we don't really provide any type of support for any other miners as of right now yeah but uh, i mean if you can get it to work on another miner that's totally fine as well uh speaking of hardware uh, uh in the bill of material uh, we mentioned the raspberry pi 4 but i saw earlier in the community that someone had gotten it to work on a raspberry pi 3. Uh, not sure if it's the b or b plus version but a raspberry pi 3 nonetheless so that's also good to know yeah and also, like I said earlier, if you have any questions regarding the DUI gateway uh, or anything like that, if you would want a case for a small fee, we can hook you up with that as well, especially now initially, um, since we haven't uh, grown that much yet. But th there wouldn't really be an issue uh, printing 20 cases. Uh, maybe not, I mean, further down the road. But if you want a case, we can totally help you out. 
So now, actually, for the main topic of this uh, podcast, which is going to be a little bit longer uh, than our previous uh, uh, podcast, which is actually good. I mean, we have you here right now. So Frederick's take on Sourceful. Could you tell us yeah. who we are? <laughs> yeah, let's start with that. I mean, yeah, I've already talked a little bit about it uh, from a high level approach, but I mean, essentially, well, I know that in previous episodes, Johan also did explain a little bit of the, about the background and such. Um, so I, I might iterate around that. But when we when we sat down and thought about um, what to do in 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 this space, it's we've actually had a couple of companies working in the web free space since before. Um, but the the main approach that we had, what 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 are we trying to solve, and Essentially, we're trying to solve the problem of, I would say, decentralization in in the energy system. Uh, what we see uh, in in the energy system at the moment is that we, the more the more small uh, sites with power production, and mainly these are the homeowners. They, it's a good thing that you that you produce renewable power. It's that's that's actually something that is is is, is good um, in, in terms of, of sustainability. But it's also a challenge for the energy grid. Because essentially, I mean you you have traditionally uh, since since way back you have these big power plants and then you have consumers. And then you get more and more power that is produced in the ends on the system like in in the actual nodes that means that the people that were usually just a consumer of of energy now is also a consumer and a producer and this happens all the time and we have governmental uh, incentives of installing renewable power and in in total uh, it's a good thing but it also opens up for for new challenges in the energy system. So if there is a sunny day, yeah, obviously we're producing a lot of solar power. Uh, if there is, if it's a less sunny day or if that that is happening, well, someone needs to produce that amount of power. And the, the more power that is not controlled by the energy companies, then the control pro problem for them gets harder and harder. So essentially, what we're trying to do is to link these together. So that's the high level explanation of what we're trying to solve. And you could you could also see that I mean, we have it's a lot of other companies working within the same sector. I mean, the problem is there and there are loads of companies trying to solve this problem. But what I would say traditional companies are they are trying to solve this problem by the traditional way, like the web two way, like the centralized approach. So, and and we think that the the way of solving the problem of decentralization is by using like a decentralized technology. So that's essentially what we're trying to do. And and like the the very very short pitch for a homeowner that has solar panels uh, on, on the roof is that, well, you can actually get more incentives than you're already having. Instead of just selling your energy 
and you get like reduced power bill, you're also able to get rewards. You can still sell your energy. That's not anything that changes, but you can also get rewards for sharing your data. And it might seem strange that, well, doesn't the energy company already know what I'm producing? No, actually not. They don't. <laughs> they know the amount of power that is uh, going in and out of your utility meter. So it, it could happen that you're charging your car at the same time. There is a sun and you're producing power. And if that is the same amount, you, your utility meter will actually show like zero export and import, like theoretically. That means that there is a lack of data. We're actually creating, uh, I would say, uh, the energy companies that are in control of the whole system, they aren't in control of the whole system anymore. So that's what we're trying to solve. Uh, so there is one one part is the data part, uh, which is uh, worth a lot for for the energy grid, for the companies, for the society as a whole. Uh, and uh, we also have the control part. Uh, so if you're able to control appliances or power production, could actually be a, could actually be your EV charger. It could be whatever that is consuming or producing power. If you put control on that and you put that on a big scale and you're controlling a lot of small resources, you have something called a virtual power plant. And a VPP is a, a common acronym for what, what we're working with. So that is what we're, that is what we're doing, essentially. Um, so we're doing, I would say, the same thing that many other companies are doing, but we are doing it in, uh, I would say, a, a more effective way for uh, connecting a lot of small resources and not being dependent on a single company, a single entity. Um, yeah, you're in control, like your energy, your power. I mean, yeah, or slogan. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Obviously, I mean, there's been a lot of interests um, in Sourceful. I mean, along the way, uh, it's been shown again and again. So, and obviously, this has evolved from like an idea so obviously it must come from a very smart man or very smart people <laughs> so if you could tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background that led to all of this yeah uh, first off we're swedish so we're uh, often quite humble about uh, the, the approach <laughs> but but anyhow uh, it's it's not the one person uh, idea it's not a one person project it's we, we are several people people uh, we started this, um, we're, we were four people when we started, and we are at the moment six co-founders. And as I said earlier, that it, we can probably add about 10 people on top of that that are in some way involved in the project at the moment. But anyhow, when we started this, uh, it was a mix of whatever I've been doing before. It was a mix of, of like the other people, what they are been, have been doing before. and. So, but essentially, if I, if I go into my background, will in this podcast, will you you'll meet the other um, people as well um, as time goes on. But if we start with me, um, actually, my background is uh, I started as a marine um, uh, engineer, 
Uh, I worked in the in the Royal Swedish Navy for almost 10 years. That was the start of my um, professional career. Um, so that I would say that gave me a lot of, of hands-on uh, problem-solving skills. Um, also, I would say a, a large part of who I am, and I would say my um, my well, my leadership is probably uh, a little bit uh, still um, part of 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 that. Uh, I would say. Um, and then I got tired of that. I think that most people are getting tired of doing the same thing for too long time. Uh, so I um, um, I started um, at the university. Started as a teacher, and this was mm, 13 years ago. Or so so I'm yeah I'm plus 40. If you now wonder how old I am, but anyhow I'm. <clears throat> I started as a teacher in hydrodynamics and um, pumps and, uh, well, I would say uh, en energy engineering and engineering. Um, and um, from that track, I started to pursue my PhD. So um, a lot of people do their PhDs in, in, I would say, 25 to 30 years old. I did mine plus 10 years from that. So I was... Uh, 35, almost 33 years old when I started my PhD. And I did my PhD in energy engineering and energy efficiency. So a lot of thermodynamics uh, and um, I would say heat balance and, and such combined with machine learning and artificial intelligence. So um, I was looking at um, how to say make um, uh, ships uh, like um, more and, and not computer ships but but ships that are sailing uh, more energy efficient so that was like the, the main takeaway from my thesis um, on on that track uh, obviously working with um, Jupyter notebooks and, and Python and machine learning well you get you get a feeling for that and you don't want to leave that area so I transitioned over to computer science and um, that's, I would say, my start of, of getting involved in the IoT sector. So I've been working as a, as a, both as a senior lecturer and as a researcher in the uh, IoT sector for quite some years now. Um, and I would say that the, the link between like doing things, uh, connecting physical devices, things that you can actually touch and 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 control in in the real world uh, together with I would say um, connectivity and 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 uh, and in this case web free that's really the intersection that's I think is so interesting like we have digitalized almost all society but we have still so many things to do uh, and especially if we now think about the energy sector like there is like vast amounts of of, uh, of things still to do, um, but yeah, and yeah, I've been abroad. Uh, I lived uh, almost one year in in, in Vancouver, uh, and that was actually one of the things that that got me interested in helium because at that time, uh, Vancouver is on the west coast, by the way, and I'm pretty sure everyone knows where that is, but um, it's not actually that far from from where helium started, uh, even though it's quite far, it's still much closer uh, um, than if you're living in Europe. 
Um, so um, I sort of brought that back when I came home to Sweden again at 2021. Uh, and then we started building um, a Helium network. Uh, so we, we bought a lot of gateways and we deployed these and we were climbing ladders and, and chimneys and, and doing a lot of that stuff. Um, yeah, that, that was probably like the, the start of, I would say, the, of where we are at the moment, because we like I, more and more people gathered around the general theme of building things with this kind of technology. And yeah, here we are. So, um, and at the same time, I could mention, I mean, I like doing things. So, I mean, we, we've had an IoT course running for four years now. It's been about 1000 applicants each year. It's an international course. I'm not going to make an ad about this course. Actually, I've already done it now, perhaps. But, but anyhow, that's where I met you, Joachim. I mean, you were a TA in that course uh, last year. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. yeah, that's that's probably like um, a very very condensed version of of, of maybe who I am and uh, and a little bit about the backstory of of what we're building. Um, but still, I'm like as uh, yeah. I'm one of, 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 of all the people in, in Sourceful that, that still are doing things um, in parallel with building Sourceful. So I'm, my daytime job is um, being a senior lecturer and a researcher at, at Linnaeus University. Um, but it's a good combination because it's actually within the same area that we are working on in, in Sourceful. So it's um, a perfect combination, a combination I, I, I think so. And I mean, it's yeah. one of the reasons that led you down this road, obviously. Yeah. So that's also a really cool thing. Um, so, yeah, mm, we have a few more topics, actually. And obviously, the vision. Uh, you obviously yeah. gave us that. But yeah, the main idea. We have a little note here. Yeah, as I, I said before, I mean the main idea why we started this was we we looked at this we looked at the Swedish energy market and then and as you mentioned before, I mean we we have a lot of solar installations in Sweden and and obviously in Sweden we we, we might not have as many as we, there are in Portugal or in Germany and such. We're still a small country. Uh, but we have uh, over 100,000 individual installations in Sweden, so it's still plenty of them. And what we what we have seen in in recent years is that the prices have dropped quite significantly on on the amount of um, I would say uh, fiat rewards on on actually selling your energy. It's you, the payback time is is quite significantly uh, much worse now than it have been in Sweden and we will most likely see yeah we you can always uh, think about trends forward because no one really knows but that is probably something that is not going to get better and so we wanted still to, to, we wanted to find a way of incentivizing people by connecting I would say 
new ways of earning rewards on 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 what you were already doing and in this way we can also make more people install pvs and solar panels because it will be more profitable uh, so that was the main idea and we we saw that i mean there is a power in this kind of technology i mean we when we when when we start up a community on on a vision like for instance like always take i always go back to helium because i think that's really what, what the interesting part is if people go the extra mile and build things and they are actually taking part of something together with others they might do it only to get the rewards like the source token or or the helium token and and probably that's a big part of it but still it's a lot of people working with something together it's not a single company that is selling a device and then you have like a big support channel where people can like and, and you need payouts and you can actually build something from the ground up uh, which wouldn't have been possible without this approach and that's essentially what we want to do so i think that like the big vision like the really large grand grand vision of, of the sourceful is that we're building the largest virtual power plant um, so the world's largest energy power plant in in some sense and that's that's the grand vision of, of sourceful so you we will be able to handle a lot of things that that depending on 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 where which country etc etc because there are different jurisdictions and and such but peer-to-peer -peer energy trading yeah that will be possible um as we are working with solana as the blockchain i mean you you actually have a really really good base on on, on building things on top of that um we are able to monetize the data from the production we are also able to monetize the control part and i would say the, that is what we're working with at the moment uh, mainly um, because that's where the big big pile of money is as it is now um, and we're also able to build this globally from from day one actually uh, when we're taking this approach so uh, there isn't anything stopping from from giving rewards and participating even though you live uh, somewhere where there isn't a um, I would say an energy company that is at the moment aware of you participating in sourceful because uh, if enough people are there will be um, an incentive of actually doing something with that data so um, yeah that was <laughs> Maybe not not the short version. Maybe it was the long version. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, you can never get uh, enough knowledge. But yeah. the thing is, uh, uh, also th this is obviously reducing. If you were to buy solar panels today, yeah, uh, you have this payoff time of I don't know twenty, thirty years maybe. Yeah. But but in our case, I mean, that incentive would also be reducing that payoff time because you yeah. can you can get rewards for it. I mean, in not an unconventional way, but not the conventional way. So that is also pretty much promoting people to buy uh, solar panels, which yeah. is also promoting green energy production, which exactly. we're all for, of course. And we were and... big believers in in also like 
this new kind of economy. So if, if we if we think about the future, I think that we will see that that that, that crypto will have a much larger role than it has today. Like the, the the total market cap of these kind of products are still like really small in terms of, of I would say the global economy. So we will, I mean, just taking your bet on on the technology that is the technology of the future makes sense. So yeah. that's why we we like we stick to our idea and then we 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 go from there. So and also you felt that Solana is the way for us to go. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe you can see my my shirt here. Yeah, I brought this today just because of of this talk. But yeah, um, the the thing here is that we we spent a lot of time in 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 the beginning of of evaluating different blockchains, um, and we got an advice very early on. So we've been in quite close contact with the Helium team. Um, um, all the way from 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 the start and well they they gave us uh two advice um and uh, that is one don't ever build hardware yourself so um yeah we are at the moment but very very small scale but we we won't in the in the very sh i would say short uh, future that that will be someone else but also one other thing is that don't build your own blockchain uh, so we we chose to build on top of a blockchain and that blockchain is uh, for us solana you can never be sure which is the best there are always a lot of different like compromises and whatever you do but for us it made total sense and still does uh, with solana because it's sustainable i mean if you talk about a blockchain transaction it's uh, consuming um, a very very small amount of 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 power of energy. So it's it's a green blockchain. It's uh, also um, really really fast and has a high throughput. So uh, all these things combined, and also with the community of Solana, uh, we we thought it made the perfect sense for us to to go with Solana. Uh, and I mean, we, for instance, if you if you look at at the system, so to say, I mean, we need low latency if we're going to have, uh, if we're going to use the blockchain as the bearer for, uh, I would say, the control part. If you want to put some some kind of control signal, and you want to put that on the blockchain, and if we're talking about energy, we need a low latency, and uh, so. That is for us super important, and we will also need to be able to actually um, put a lot of um, yeah a lot of data on on the blockchain if needed. So um, and so far it it seems that I mean the Solana community is is thriving and uh, this ecosystem it feels like the perfect place for us to be. So um, so that's. Yeah, that's that's what why we are Solana. I mean, there, we've been contacted by I'm not sure how many different um, blockchains that that um, that want us to join them. And I think there is not like a binary option here. I think you can be part of of, of several projects and several blockchains and still build your idea because nothing is perfect for everything. But I would say for the core of of 
our application uh, so far it it really makes sense on on solana for us and also it's proven to be a very stable uh blockchain as well uh, yeah apart from a little short uh, outage like last week uh but else i mean it's it's been proven to be really stable so it's obviously a great blockchain yeah speaking of solana uh you are attending solana breakpoint later yes this yes year. i am so we're going there in in um september, september. I, I don't know the dates now from from the top of my head but in september um we're going to singapore uh, and attending the breakpoint event uh, and i actually was at solana breakpoint in amsterdam uh, last year in uh, november so and um yeah that was fun so uh, it was a really good event so and also you're going all six founders so that's going to be really fun as well yeah but yeah i actually think that's it for this we actually kept it below an hour so yeah that's exactly really yeah so yeah. i could yeah I, I could end and i could end with um well, what we usually say, <laughs> what is it that you want says? Your energy, your power. So, see you bye. next time.